Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the People Project Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Alexander, and each week I will be bringing you episodes on different topics that affect us all in different ways, internally, externally, or sometimes both. (laughs) I created this podcast to talk about people because everyone has a story worthy of being told. So by the time y'all hear this episode, it will be August, which is my birthday month, and I'll be turning 30 on August 21st, so I decided that it would be cool if every episode that I did this month um, was like rooted in something that's like really extra special and important to me. So, I mean, of course, obviously, like all of the topics that I cover on the podcast are special um, because like, I'm the one who writes it and puts it together. Um, but these will all have like really specific tie-ins to like me and my life. Um, so I'm really excited to share all this stuff with you guys and it's going to be so good. I'm so excited. Um, so last week I um, talked all about dreams and dream analysis and so many of y'all submitted crazy dreams for me to decode and talk about. And even since last week, I've gotten messages from people about like, oh, well, here's this dream that I had. What does this mean? And like, that's been super cool. Um, So if you have more, send them my way. I think it's really fun for me. Of course, I'm not a professional, but I still think it's really fun. Um, But this week, I will be joined by the one and only Tyrone Graham to discuss a topic that we are both passionate about, which is living purposefully. So we talked all about life, dreams, purpose, my recent divorce, everything that's been going on in my life and Tyrone's life. Like it was just, it was awesome. Um, I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. So why don't we just dive on in? All right. And so now I am joined by my friend Tyrone. Tyrone, how are you doing today? Uh, my therapist always says in the morning when you say how you, well you do it, you always do something like grand because if you speak it, they'll deliver it. So I am, uh, exemplary today. Exemplary. That's okay. Word of the day is exemplary. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, thank you very much for, for giving me your time and, and coming on here to talk a little bit about living purposefully and all that good stuff. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm me excited. too. Um, people project podcast. So everybody yeah. listening, get your PPP <laughs> loan, get your mind and your business straight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess if, like to get us started, if you want to like tell people a little bit about you and then, um, why this is kind of a topic that interested you, um, and all that good stuff. Um, I am Tyrone Graham. I put my government out there because I want y'all to know me, know me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This, I would say there's nothing that I've ever done in life that is uh, related to this topic. Um, You know, job wise, anything like that has nothing to do with this topic. But I grew up on some very prominent uh, people uh, in my life, um, whether it's family or artists. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, matter of fact, y'all can't see it, but I don't know if Kelsey can see my screen right now. I think my camera's not working, but on my on my wall, I have uh, these different individuals that uh, I kind of grew up on. And one of them, I would say that kind of speaks to this uh, topic is Outcast. And yeah. My, yeah, my middle brother, uh, my middle brother, um, 
loves Outkast, and that's why I grew to love Outkast. But yeah. my middle brother is always the person that took care of me when I was in, in during the summers. Mm-hmm. And he would get on me about every little thing. It's, it'll be like, why did you put that cup on the table? It doesn't belong there. <laughs> Think logically. Where should the cup go? Oh, yeah. And it, it'll be Think logically. Like I like that. that stuff like that all the time and he yeah. got that from outcast i get it from him i've learned <laughs> to adore outcast because of that and yeah. that's kind of ties into why i live purpose i just always want to uh think logically about how to mm-hmm. approach things yeah i love that that's really cool well and i had i mean i told you a while back that there were like several topics that i was like i need to get tired on this podcast um and this you know this was one that you know, I kind of like sent you like the, the ideas that I had and you like sent me this stuff back and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, because anybody who knows you knows that you just, you have a way with words. Like people are gifted in so many different ways and that's one of your gifts. And, um, and so I was like, okay, well, let's start with this one. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Thank and you. this is something that, um, has been very like important in my life. Um, I mean, kind of always has been, but it's kind of been laying dormant for a long time up until recently. So, um, I think it's, it's a good season for me to, to really talk about all this too. So, so I'm curious that how did, how did you get started in living purposefully? Because I know, I know right now, like it's a big moment for you, but (laughs) you also said, Hey, it's always been a part of my life. So where did that start from for you? So I guess, the biggest inspiration in my life as far as like the way that I wanted to live and the way that I wanted to be was my grandpa. Um, I've talked about him on here a little bit in the past. Um, but he, when he was really young, um, his father died. So he had to drop out of school and start taking care of his family and be the breadwinner of the house. Um, and then, you know, he went through just a, a whole slew of different hardships throughout his life, but I never saw that man like hate his life or Mm. complain about anything. And like his purpose was just to care for the people around him. And Mm. like, I was like, I want to, I want to be like him. You know, I want like the legacy that he left behind was, I mean, I saw him have his bad moments and his bad days, just like anybody else. But like the legacy that he left behind that, like what I remember him for is his gentleness, his compassion, his kindness, and his strength. Like that's Mm -hmm. what I think about when I think of him. And, and then you know, at the beginning of 2020. So it was, I guess, March of 2020. Um, I was in this, uh, online book club, um, that my friend Cody started. And, uh, one of the books that we read was by Ryan Holiday. Um, anybody who knows me at this point is probably like, Oh my God, I'm so sick of hearing about Ryan Holiday. (laughs) But the book is called stillness is the key. And it's really focusing on like, okay, when it's just you at the end of the day, like it's just you, TV's turned off, phones turned off, whatever. Like, do you like what you have? Like, do you like mm-hmm. who you are? And I was in a place where I was like, no, <laughs> like the opposite of that. And I was like, okay. And like, so he talks a lot about stoicism and I'll, I'll you know, get into that um, off and on throughout the episode. Um, but one big principle of it is like, okay, like, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to just live in this or are you going to like make purposeful change? Um, And, you know, then I started doing that and, you know, here I am now, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so that's, I guess to me, 
that's actually the first question that I was going to ask is like, what is purpose and how do you define it? Um, so I guess that's kind of my answer. Um, so, so for you, how would you define purpose and like, what is it to you? Uh, it's a tough question because mm-hmm. when I think about purpose and what it means to me and, and you know what, we're going to, we're going to talk about this, Kelsey. It, mm-hmm. the, the story about your grandfather is important because mm-hmm. you're a two on an Enneagram. So, of course, you want to kick <laughs> everybody around right. you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you about to call and me I'm, out? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not. I'm actually about to align with you because I'm a, I'm a bit in the same boat, mm-hmm. not not as a two, but as a nine on mm-hmm. an Enneagram. You know, I'm, I'm a mediator. So when yeah. you ask me the question about what does purpose mean for me, I'm trying to find an answer that fits everybody yeah. that's listening. <laughs> You know, you're um, trying to like, okay, what what could somebody be going through and listen to this and like this help them? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So my answer is might sound very generic um, to those that are listening, but it's for the purpose of is for the purpose of you and me. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I need to be the mediator. I need Mm -hmm. to be the person that everybody looks at and say, you know what? That makes sense. And that helps me out in my life. Yeah. So. Generically speaking, <laughs> <laughs> purpose is really like the it is the key to what makes you feel special. Yeah. It's that's that's really all it is. And um the difficulty behind purpose isn't necessarily what understanding what purpose is. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's understanding what your purpose right. is. Yeah, what you your truth it. is. There's not really like there's not like an ultimate truth for purpose, right? It's exactly. what your truth is and exactly. you know what's going to drive your life and like the 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 concept of there being like this ultimate truth that like the end all be all like that doesn't exist especially for this. Like Every single person's life and path is totally different. And so you've got to focus on like your truth. And for me, like thinking about that almost feels selfish sometimes. But Mm. if I'm not living in that, I'm not in any way able to benefit anyone in my life as well. Because I'm, if I'm living my life for other people and completely discarding myself, that's not like, I'm not going to be the best version of me. Like I'm going to be a terrible version of myself. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's where I'm at with that. (laughs) And in a way that's very unselfish because Hmm. when you take care of you, then it's easier for you to be the friend that everybody else wants, wants you to be. Um, it's easier for you to be the person that everybody else wants you to be. If you are the individual that's, uh, taking care of others and not taking care of yourself and, Mm -hmm the people around you that you call friends or family or whatever are taking advantage of that, then they're, mm-hmm. they're not. So right. it's really selfish on their part. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really unselfish for you to take care of yourself. We, we've all flown a plane before right, yeah, at some yeah. point, you know, they tell you to put on your old oxygen mask right. on, <laughs> right. right? It's, I, I can't tell if I'm, I'm sitting next to my child on a plane right. and the little thing comes down and I try to take care of them while I'm fainting. They gonna right. die too. Yeah, so. right. Exactly. You gotta put your mask on first. Yes. And then, yeah. and then help them out. Exactly. Well, and you know, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, what you did about, you know, friends that take advantage of stuff because um both fortunately and unfortunately in um, you know, this season of my life that I've I guess just gone through, am still going through, however you wanna say it, um, 
I've really learned who my real friends are. Um, and I've really learned that like by speaking up for like what I know I deserve and what I know I need and like advocating for myself for the first time in like a really, really, really long time. Um, there were a lot of people that were just like, you can't do that. And just like completely turned on me and rejected that. And it really hurt. And it's still, I mean, it still doesn't feel good, but just like more people responded in a way of like, Hey, I'm proud of you or Hey, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that's what you should do. And like, Hey, I'm looking forward to getting to know like this version of you and yeah. like championing me. And so where it hurts and like, it doesn't feel good to have experienced that with people that I, you know, that I've known for a very long time that I thought were going to be in my life forever. It feels even better one to like get to know me better and like, you know, fall in love with the things that like I've always loved again, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, one of my friends actually told me last night as I was going over this like situation with her, like that I'm dealing with. And I was like, what should I do with this, this way, that way, whatever. And she was like, you need to do what you want to do. She was like, that's what matters. She was like baseline, figure out what you want, like mm-hmm. what you want to do, what you want to come out of this situation. And everything else will fall into place. Like everything else will work out. She's like, you need to worry about Kelsey. And like that breaks my brain because that's just not like, (laughs) you know, that's not exactly. And, but what's funny is she's a two as well. And I'm like, how can you say this? She's like, cause it's not my decision to make, you know? And you know, like, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm at a point where I'm like, do I want to be friends with this person or do I need to like make the healthy decision and like step out of this? Um, but that's not easy for me, you know, to be like, okay, am I going to choose myself or am I going to choose the situation? Which it's funny I say that because um, Paul Butler submitted a question that kind of goes along with that. Um, And it says, um, he said, I know Tyrone talks about being mindful of your decisions, but what about a scenario where the decision is beneficial beneficial for yourself, but not for someone else? When does self outweigh quote unquote, right? Uh, Simply put, uh, when, when self outweighs right is when self is actually right. Hmm. So that seems like, okay, Tyrone, (laughs) 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 but in the, in the conversation around, uh, mining your decisions or purpose, purpose changes and also purpose can be confusing. So Mm -hmm. what can seem right isn't necessarily the right choice. And we can, we can actually look at some examples of individuals, right? So I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. Okay. Michael Jordan, his father passed. His father loved baseball. He was like, I'm going to go play baseball. (laughs) (laughs) He choked choked on your drink. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Now, I don't know anything personally about Michael Jordan to say Mm -hmm. that that was the wrong choice. But if we're outside looking in, right, Right. he thought his purpose was to, you know, think of or honor his father Mm -hmm. by go playing a sport that his father loved, even though Michael probably shouldn't have been playing the sport. Like looking statistically, basketball was more for him. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So in that moment, he thought it was right Mm -hmm. to make that decision. Mm -hmm. Um, And it could have been right. Obviously, there's a lot lot of context involved there. But that's just an example of where right can be confusing. Mm -hmm. So 
truly the answer to that, Paul, is if you are uh, conflicting between self and right and you think Mm -hmm. self is wrong, then maybe we need to reevaluate the situation and understand a little bit deeper what's going on and try to Mm -hmm. really look introspective to determine if self is actually wrong. Mm -hmm. Because typically, if you know in your heart of hearts that you should choose self, then really self is right and not wrong. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, So along that same vein, um, what do you do when you're faced with making a decision where you have to decide what may be best for you versus what is the theoretical right choice? Kind of like in a more toward like Mm. the greater good territory. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one because, um, it, 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 I'm telling you, it really, (laughs) it really depends on, uh, a lot of things are contextual, but it really depends on what do you think is the end goal? What is your end goal? Right? So Mm -hmm. this is to get into a little bit of the conversation around sacrifices Mm -hmm. for your Mm -hmm. purpose. Um, if you know what your purpose is, then there will be times where the the sacrifice of the now is is taken for mm-hmm. the for the future greater good. Mm-hmm. So if in that situation, theoretically, you're saying that um, I'm going to I'll speak a little bit deeper into what I just recently got into or not mm-hmm. recently, but got into. But I'm going to go march for civil rights. Mm-hmm. and I'm going to go to jail for civil rights. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, because I have a family, it's probably not the best idea. Right. But ultimately, will, will, that, will that moment lead mm-hmm. to a future goal, possibly, mm-hmm. that, that is a part of my purpose? Absolutely. Yeah. So then you make that sacrifice in that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it's more of like a... Look at, like you said, looking at the long term of things. Um, yeah. You know, trying but, not to be, not trying not like, trying not to be nearsighted, but being intelligent enough to evaluate the entire situation. Yes, if you understand what your purpose is. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the key thing. That's the key. You, That's the foundation. Ooh, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> so, <Our> person. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, no, so, okay, well, so to that point, how do you build that foundation? You know, where does that come from? You know, what, what I guess, like, drives you to keep living? Like, is it yourself? Is it someone else? Is it the greater good? You know, what is it? Um, I'll tell you a story. So okay. uh, from the ages of 4 to 10, um, I was in a group called Voices of the Future. Mm-hmm. And we would uh, go around singing songs, doing debates. Um, it was really, really uh, civil rights focused. Mm-hmm. Um, I was groomed, especially being from Atlanta. I was groomed after Martin Luther King Jr. He's on my wall as well. Um, and I knew his speech backwards and forwards. Um, my father was in this uh, organization called 100 Black Men of America. Mm-hmm. Um, and their biggest chapter was the Atlanta chapter um, as well. So... My life growing up all the way from when I can remember, because you usually can't remember things before you're four. So Mm -hmm. basically (laughs) when I remember until I moved to Alabama um, was all about civil discourse, you know, 
uh, civil obedience, making sure that um, our voices, especially black voices, were heard. Mm-hmm. I was all up in that. And then when I moved, I got out of it. And what I didn't know or what I found out until I actually moved to South Carolina was that this whole time I was a, an introvert. Mm-hmm. But I was doing speaking engagements. I was getting yeah. in front of crowds of people. I was I was on live news. Yeah. I was doing all sorts of things that you wouldn't think an introvert would do. So what I ended up what ended up happening, especially through high school and college, is I struggled with I'm an introvert, but I also have these these feelings about civil rights and mm-hmm. you know what I think I should say, what I should be doing. I should be mm-hmm. in the front lines. I should be speaking to people, I should be finding, finding a way into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always had that confliction. Uh, and then it wasn't until um, about, I would say, four or five years ago where I started to study introverts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually something that came across my table being, this is, this is, so it answers the question in a long way to way because, <laughs> and I told you it was long way hey, early. This is a podcast. It's long form. It's fine. Like this That's isn't right. just like a 15 minute thing. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it answers the question in a long way to way because you, you, you foundationally find your purpose through just living life. Mm-hmm. But you, the one key factor that I, I ask everybody to have is being introspective. Mm-hmm. and having the ability to look back and telling a story backwards. Yeah. So so now I'm looking at the situation. Now I'm I'm past college. I'm in I'm in uh I'm at my job. I've been my job 15 years this year. And I got into uh learning and development and training. Mm-hmm. And in training, I started to learn all of these different concepts about how to approach people, how to approach yourself. And one of the concepts that I had to learn about was being uh, how to approach introverts versus extroverts. Mm -hmm. And then there's also an idea of an ambivert. And that's like an introverted extrovert. Yep. Okay. Or I think that's, I think that's me. (laughs) I think I'm an introverted extrovert. Like you're introverted extrovert. Okay. Yeah. Just based on like, you know, just doing my own research and stuff like that, which it's funny. People are probably listening to this and they're like, we listen to you run your mouth for an hour every week. Like, how are you? But it's like, it's just me sitting here. You know what I mean? Like, but, but yeah, it's like what you're, what you were saying. Exactly. And there's this, there's this uh, neurologist, um, very, very famous neurologist. I believe his last name is Khan, K-O-H-N. And he teaches, he teaches uh, about how to trick the brain. And hmm. he's the one that uh, I went to a speaking engagement uh, where he was speaking at. And he's the one that told me about ambivert. And yeah. ambivert is basically, like you said, is either an extroverted introvert or introverted extrovert, yeah. where in certain situations they know they know how to be the like opposite. Like they can turn it on. They are. They can turn it on. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's my purpose. That's me. This whole time I was fighting the fact that I should be out here speaking about all this stuff. But I'm an introvert. I like to be by myself. I can mm-hmm. sit in my room and 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 mood. mind my business. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mood. And I, you should see you see my room. Uh, yeah. You see the wall behind me. Uh-huh. The paint is black. Yeah, right. Like, I love it dark. No, I Leave can literally, me the hell alone. 
I could literally sit on my couch and play the Elder Elder Scrolls Online for like a solid 12 to 15 hours and not speak to another person and go to bed that night and be like, wow, what a great day. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So all of that to say, right, to go to Paul's uh, amazingly uh, difficult (laughs) question is live your life, be introspective. If something happens, find a way to have that trigger something that happened in the past so you can start to put two and two together. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the best advice I can give for finding your purpose. Yeah. Well, and, you know, this is something that you've talked to me about a lot is, um, like, not, not seeing anything as, like, a mistake or, like, you know, just, like, something that just happened. But, like, okay, what can we learn from it? What can you take from this and build off of? Um and, you know, that, I mean, that's living purposefully right there, you know, is like nothing mm-hmm. being random, nothing being for no reason. Um, and I'm not trying to be like, everything happens for a reason and whatever, but everything can be used for a purpose. I like that better. Ooh, um, that instead of like, everything happens for a reason, because like things just happen, right? Like we can't explain away everything. There are right. things that like we just don't understand. Like we do not understand why a virus came to the United States of America and the rest of the world and infected yeah. all these people, all this up. There is not like, well, it happened because of this. No, 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 no. That's not like there's no reason for that, right? But there's purpose in things that we all learned about ourselves over, you know, the last year and a half, whatever. There are things that have been developed in science because of it. You know, like there there is a purpose for it. And like if I, if not for the pandemic, my friend Cody would not have started this book club and mm-hmm. I would not have joined the book club mm-hmm. and I would not have read Stillness is the Key because I didn't know what stoicism was. I didn't know who Ryan Holiday was and I would not be in the season of my life that I'm in right now, you know, without that. And so, you know, like without that introspection and that personal development that like I took the opportunity to do because there was nothing else going on because otherwise I would have distracted myself with like other people and other things and like I'm not gonna worry about me because I'm gonna like do all this other stuff but I didn't have that option there wasn't other stuff going on so I Mm -hmm. had to focus on me um and you know like some days I'm like that sucks but some days I'm like you know what that was a good thing because I've gained strength from that you know like Forged through fire or whatever they say, you know? Absolutely. And isn't that that's we talked about mindfulness? That's mindfulness is simply put living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we're talking about is right. it, it. And and when we say living in the moment, people that actually has a positive connotation on it, but it shouldn't. Right. It's very neutral. Right. The idea of living in the moment, it could be it could be sucky. It could be terrible. Sometimes it for <laughs> real sucks. It sucks. Um, but still live within that moment and then see if there's a way that you can find some purpose behind it. Don't have to, you don't have to rack your brain and just constantly think, 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 think. But in my experience, typically it's something that just comes to you. If you, if you purposely put some thought into it, um, you don't have to just sit there and stew on it necessarily. Absolutely. Um, and this is something I got from, uh, Ryan Holiday's website, um, I, th- I can't remember if it was from his website or if it was from the Daily Stoic, which is kind of his website. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, but this is what it says. It says, take obstacles in your life and turn them into your advantage. Control what you can and accept what you can't. In our life, our first job is this, to divide and distinguish things into two categories. 
Externals I cannot control, but the choices I make with regard to them, I do control. Where will I find good and bad in me and in my choices? So, like, that's where I try to be, like, mindful of in in every situation. And I'm not saying I'm good at that every day. Like, like <laughs> it's a moment to – it's not even a day-to-day thing. It's, like, a moment-to-moment thing. It's, like, something goes on, whether it's work-related, personal, whatever, and I'm, like, how am I going to respond to this? Am I going to, you know, like, just – immediate knee-jerk reaction or am I going to like process this and sometimes I do one sometimes I do the other and sometimes I do a little bit of a mix of both but that's what makes me like a human being who's learning and growing and changing and figuring things out because we don't Mm -hmm. nobody has all this shit figured out right no see all right so it's important that that we say this okay I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because (laughs) I don't want anybody like all right, especially, you know, people, oh, Tyrone, he always has it together. Oh, he has a way with words, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I appreciate the compliments, <laughs> but okay, just, you know, eh, I don't always have it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, had a, I had an opportunity earlier uh, this year, end of last year, that I didn't get. And I've, I've, I've been stewing on it for the last <laughs> seven months. I've been sitting there, like, <laughs> ra- I've been, like, upset about it for the last seven months. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it happens. Um, it it definitely happens. And are there days where I'm not upset about it? Absolutely. There's mm-hmm, there's days yeah. where I'm like, you know what? That happened for a reason. Let, uh, let me find some purpose in it. Yeah. I think I found the purpose in it. Even after I found the purpose in it, mm-hmm. I still get upset about it. Right, yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're a person with emotions. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Absolutely. And And all of those, like, feelings and emotions and whatever they are, positive, like, negative, whatever bucket you want to put them into, they're all valid, too. Like, I want to make sure that that's clear to people that, like, whatever feeling you're feeling in the moment about whatever you're going through, it's totally valid. Like, don't eliminate that emotion or that feeling because you think, oh, well, that's stupid to feel that way. If you're feeling it, it's not stupid. It's for a purpose. And so, like we've been talking about, do the introspective thing. You know, like, okay, this is how I'm feeling what am I going to do with it? Um, because, you know, like, I know I'm, I'm talked a little bit earlier about, you know, what I've been dealing with with some friends um, or former friends recently. And, you know, a big thing for me was like, okay, well, that happened with them. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, like the whole like fear of abandonment clicks on, right? And I'm like, okay, well, they did that. And I've known them for like a freaking decade. What's going to stop like these other people that are my friends that I've known for a year, two years from doing that? And so mm. then and then I start the cycle of like trying to push away from those relationships because like, well, if I just like back away and like I'm good to go, like I can't get hurt by those people because like I've pushed them away. But yeah. then I've got people in my life who were like, hey, what's up? Like you've been pushing me away and like I can tell something's wrong. And I'm like, shit. Like, that didn't work with you. Yeah. I'm like, damn it, that didn't work with you. Um, And, you know, like, it's like that, like I said, it's a fear of abandonment. And, you know, that's that's something I'm working on, something I'm working through. um, Because, you know, it's not the fault of the people in my life, you know, like, and, but it's something that, like, if I'm feeling that way, I have to vocalize it, too. I have to be like, hey, this is, like, what's going on in my brain, like, and not just push away from people who are, like, trying to love me, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because that's not fair to them. It's not fair to me to, like, not let myself have a good friend (laughs) that, like, when somebody's trying to be a good friend, because I think that, like, either I don't deserve that or I'm going to lose it. Um, Because if I'm just living in a state of, like, fear of loss, 
then I'm never going to have anything and I'm never going to thrive in any situation if I'm always like looking to the next thing and wondering what else is going to happen. And that's another stoicism thing is like, you know, like be mindful of your environment and like what's going on like now, you know, Um, you can't think about 10 years in the future because you don't have any control over that. You have control over what's going on in your life today and the decisions you make today. And like, obviously, yes, the decisions you make today, they will affect your future, but you can't like stew on that. You know what I mean? Which sometimes is easier said than done. Absolutely. And I had this, uh, um, revelation one time and Mm -hmm. I started to, uh, I started to teach my uh, my class when when I was a trainer. I started to teach my class this, but uh, there was one. I was going through a rough time at my job. Um, wasn't getting where I wanted to be. Uh, knew I had it in me, but just felt like uh, the opportunities weren't there, or I wasn't putting myself to the position to get those opportunities. And I came up with a quote. Uh, I came up with a quote. Uh, the quote is, uh, "Comfort is a false prophet." And for those of you that don't know, it's right behind Tyrone's head right now. Um, <laughs> and it's on his Instagram. Like, it's like this whole thing. He got this really cool, like, neon, like, sign um, that goes, like, behind his uh, his head on his black wall that he was just talking about. Ooh, he lit it up. It looks so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that'll be the name of this episode, Comfort is a False Prophet. <laughs> Comfort is a False Prophet. And what I did with my classes... Um, my class, uh, every time I teach class, so I teach classes, I used to teach classes internationally. Um, so they had to basically, uh, they know the English language, but obviously it's not their first language. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also don't know American culture that well. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the training as well. Um, and it's for a cell phone company. So they, there was a lot of fear that they had, <clears throat> um, when it was time to take their first calls. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would always tell them, I said, uh, I hate the term or the phrase be fearless. Mm-hmm. That is the dumbest, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Are you going to tell somebody to remove a natural feeling that they have? Hmm. You can't be fearless. I got yeah. a shirt that says be fearless. I hate the damn shirt. <laughs> so, it, it, so what you're saying is you're attacking, personally attacking Taylor Swift right now. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. I just was checking. Hey, you're owning you know? your shit. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but what you don't do is let the fear impact your decision-making process. Hmm. That's the key. That is the idea of living in the moment, pushing through, Right. Being Mm -hmm. a driving force and owning who you are and what you do and how you go about things. Mm -hmm. Fear is natural. Be fearful. Please be fearful. Yeah. Just don't let it control you. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing. Yeah. Um, And there's different concepts that you could put into play that doesn't, you know, different ideas that you could put into play that says how to not let fear control you. What I always used to tell my class is you learned. You for the last three weeks you've been learning this material. Mm-hmm. You've been taking taking little tests or you've been practicing and role plays right. and things like that. That's what you use to push through your fear. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can eliminate fear. Right. So so that's that's the same for any emotion. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, you you have the fear of loss. <clears throat> yeah. So what you tend to do is you allow that fear 
to control you sometimes mm-hmm. and you start to push people away. Yeah. But instead, say, you know what? I am fearful. Acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Own it. <laughs> and then find some practices that you could put into play that mm-hmm. allows you to not let the fear control you. Instead, you're controlling the fear. Yeah. Well, one of my friends told me today, he was like, you've, you've got to talk about stuff. Like, you've got to, you've got to, like, vent to people. He was like, you know, call somebody and, like, yell about it, cry about it, bitch about it, whatever, but just, like, get it out. And, like, that's super hard for me because I'm, I'm a, as you said earlier, I'm an Enneagram type two, right? So I'm, I'm the helper. Like I'm supposed to do that for other people. So if I'm doing that, my brain tells me like, if I'm doing that to someone, so if I call, if I call my friend and I'm like, Hey, I'm having a bad day. This is what's going on in my head. I just need to vent about it, whatever. Well, say he's having a bad day. He can't vent about that to me. That's what my brain tells me. That's so stupid, but it's like, and I'm trying to like retrain my mind of that, you know, of that. Um, but like that reaching out to a friend, somebody that has told me like, Hey, this is a safe space. Like, and that has proven Mm -hmm. that it's a safe space too, because, you know, people can be like, Oh, you can trust me, but like turn on Mm -hmm. you in a second. But this is someone that has proven to me, like you can come to me, you can trust me, like taking them up on that. And because like, he's the type of person that like wants to be there for me as a friend, you know, and like wants to like help me out. And so, you know, Like, I can't take that from him, too. You know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking that I'm taking, like, the... (laughs) I wish y'all could see (laughs) the the arm movements that Tyrone's doing right now. I'm excited right now. (laughs) That is the key. That's the key. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm (laughs) going to tell you a story that really aligns with what you just said, right? Oh, I'm I'm excited. I love stories. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say the purpose... I'm going to say the why behind it before I finish the story because a lot okay. of times I, I always do this long. So you're going to like do the whole Quentin Tarantino method, right? You're going to tell us the ending and then you're going to work backward? Exactly. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> so the ending of the story is <laughs> if you you venting to somebody is actually you being a helper because <laughs> they want to hear it. They want to help you. <laughs> they appreciate that. So you're helping them help you. And hmm. the and I, I didn't think about this until <laughs> there's this lady named Wendy. This is the story time, y'all. Yeah. Just to okay. let y'all ready, know. Ready, ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this lady named Wendy that I used to work with. Such a, I mean, a powerful feminist, like strong yeah. feminist. And I grew up very chivalrous, very mm-hmm. knight in the shining armor. Mm-hmm. So... I'm like open the doors for women mm-hmm. all the time. And we would when we would she used to be on my training team. So she was a peer of mine and we would do like certain outings on the teams or whatever. Yeah. I would go to open the door for her and she'd be like, No. And I would <laughs> I would inside you, like, I would short get circuit a little bit, like, oh yeah, what? Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean no? I want to open the door for my you. My grandma would beat my ass right now if I didn't open the door for you. <laughs> Right. I'm trying to be chivalrous. Let me be chivalrous. Right. And she was, and she kept saying, I can open my own door mm-hmm. in true feminist fashion. Right. Mm-hmm. And I it it did. It didn't register to me. So I asked her, I said, give me give me some insight. What's what's the deal with yeah. the opening the door thing on your own? Right. And she just, you know, listen, hey, I I don't need you to manage things for me. I don't need you to be my knight in shining armor. And that's when it triggered for me in that I was like, okay, 
the purpose of me being chivalrous mm -hmm. is to help the woman. Mm -hmm. So if helping the woman by not opening the door for her, mm -hmm. or I can help the woman because I'm not opening the door for her mm -hmm. because that helps her to show how strong she is. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing in your situation, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're helping somebody mm -hmm. by, by venting to them because they want to help you. Yeah, so they you're just helping show them me that they love me. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's a key that's a key thing that I had to learn and I was mm -hmm. like, okay, it's tough. that's another way to think about it. Yes. Yeah, it's really tough because like I don't know, like I mean, it's just it's not a natural way that my brain thinks, right? I'm very I mean, up until I don't know, like the end of May of this year, you know, like I was the type of person where I would just like if I was dealing with something, I would just, like, deal with it and figure it out. Or, like, I would just kind of, like, pack it down a little bit. And then it would, you know, come up later. Um, but, you know, I've gotten really good about, like, knowing who my circle is, right? And knowing who I can talk to and who I can trust. Because, like I said earlier, you know, they have proven that I can trust them. Um, you know, it's not a situation where it's like, oh, you can trust me. And then, like, I tell them what's going on. And then, like, two days later, I hear somebody else, like, come to me about that situation. And I'm like, I didn't tell you this. Where did you hear that? You know, like, mm -hmm. and so knowing that you have a safe space with someone is so important, especially in the age of like social media and like instant communication. Um, you know, like something you tell somebody, if you, if they're not a trustworthy person that can get to somebody else in like two seconds flat, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but that's a big realization that I've had, like really in the last couple days is like, okay, like I have, I have to let people in and I've got to like you know let them help and be vulnerable in front of them like me and you talked about this earlier today mm -hmm. you know and like there's no weakness and vulnerability and like that's like a trigger in my brain because I've had my vulnerability vulnerability used against me like I've been vulnerable to somebody and they've used it against me um or you know like they've seen that side of me and they've just like peaced out but that's not my problem that's their problem and I've got to like I've got to remember that. It's like, just because they did that doesn't mean that like another one of my friends is going to do that. And that's unfair to that friendship and that relationship that I'm, I have this expectation that they're going to do something that somebody that they don't even know that has nothing to do with them did. Mm -hmm. You know, and I here's can't how it lump all, people together, oh, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, but here's, here's, how, here's how it all connects because mm -hmm. we talked about a couple of things here. We talked about you know, things happen and you have to find a purpose in it. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's let's contextualize it. I'm this. Is, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting in the trainer mode. We do. <laughs> no, this I thing love called... it. This is great. We're going to therapy <laughs> with Tyrone Grimm. Well, my, as my friend Dylan Grimm says, when I first started this podcast, he said, it's like you're going to therapy at a distance. And I was like, I love it. <laughs> so there you go. That's we're going it. To therapy. We're going to therapy at a distance right now. <laughs> Put it in your bio. Kelsey. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we do this thing called uh, we this approach to training. It's called experiential training. It's mm -hmm. basically it's, it's easier to trick the brain to remember something if you live it as opposed to telling it. All right. Hmm. So let's mm -hmm. live it. All right. So you've been vulnerable. Uh, to individuals, and they've taken advantage of you. Mm -hmm. All right. One thing that we said in this in this conversation is 
find a purpose in something happening. Everything happens, you know, something happens and then you find a purpose in why it happened, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So your purpose in in you being vulnerable and somebody taking advantage of you is not to necessarily take away you being vulnerable, which is lesson number two, which is live in your vulnerability, live in your fear, live in the moment, right? Don't mm-hmm. let the fear control you. So the lesson learned here is find another way to be vulnerable hmm. that doesn't open you up so wide that it's a possibility for somebody to take advantage of it. Yeah. So you're not completely removing the vulnerability. You're just mm-hmm. doing it in a different way. Yeah. Maybe it's a iter- maybe it's an iterative process. Maybe mm-hmm. it's you're vulnerable with this one thing that you don't necessarily care gets out, but mm-hmm. let's see if it gets out. <laughs> Right. Kind of like a test thing. It's like, I'm going to tell you about this. And like, if I found out anybody else knows about it, oh no, I can't tell you shit. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Cut them off the list. Well, it's funny because like this, this person that I'm, you know, that I'm referring to, like there have been different situations where like I've told them about something that's like either really personal, really big, you know, whatever. And not a soul has heard about it. Not a soul knows anything about it, but me and them. And so that was like a big thing that I was like, okay, like, this is one of my people. Like I could tell him anything in the entire world and it's going to be kept close to the chest and I'm going to get good advice out of it. But, but the definition of good advice though, it's not telling me what I want to hear. It's telling me the shit I don't want to hear. And it's like the, it's the, the real truth. It's the like, it's not that, well, you need to do this. It's, well, what do you think you need to do? Like, forcing me to speak my truth and have the confidence and the strength in myself to like speak out about what I need and what I want. And because like needs and wants, you know, like we're, you know, so many people are taught that wants are selfish, right? If you want something that's bad, you like, all you need to do is focus on your needs. Why is that the case? You know, like we're allowed to want for things. We're allowed to do things that we want to do just because we want to do them, you know? And And so, like, he kind of, like, reframed my mind. And, like, that's a good friend right there. Like, that's that's somebody that's, like, hey, like, focusing on you. You're allowed to have emotions. You're allowed to feel this way. And if you need to back off from people a little bit, that's fine. If you need, like, if you need to take some time to yourself, cool. The people who really matter will be there afterward. And if they're Absolutely. not, they weren't your people in the first place. And yeah. That was a big thing for me is I'm like, well, I have to stay super engaged with people because if I don't and like, you know, I just like got to disappear for a couple of days, people would be like, oh, well, whatever. And instead it's like, okay, you know, one people will reach out or if they don't, you know, like afterward, I, you know, when I feel better, or like whatever, it's like nothing's changed. Everything's fine because we all go through shit, right? Like mm-hmm. mental health is a, is a whole thing. <laughs> And I'm, that, that'll, that's a whole nother episode that's for a, a whole, whole nother, nother time. Episode. Jeez, <laughs> um, but, you know, but that's something that like not feeling guilty for like having bad days and like, you know, being, um, being emotionally mature enough to recognize when I don't have the capacity to carry anybody else's weight certain days and like vocalizing that of just like, Hey, like, like it I've got good. two, yeah, I've got two friends that like on a daily basis, they're like, Hey vibe check like how's your brain today and uh you know one of my friends does that like you know once a week you know whatever but but another one of my friends it's every single day I get a text how's your brain today and one it's like a hey I care about you like I want to I want to know but another it's like it's a thing for me right it's like okay how is my brain today like how am I how am I doing um 
I guess otherwise I'm just going to be, like I said earlier, just so focused on everybody else, right? That like, you know, I'm just not, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. Everything's fine. And, you know, like that's not healthy for myself or for anybody else. But, um, but yeah, I am, I have something here from, so my friend Cody, I've talked about him like more than once on here because he's, he's great. He's a a great friend and he's a, he's a small business owner. I'm going to have him on here eventually probably to talk about therapy because he's like a huge advocate for that. And I, I learned a lot about therapy before I started going like through him. Um, but I wrote down a few quotes that he, um, he has put on social media and stuff. So Cody, if you're listening to this, I stole these from your Instagram post. They've been in a screenshot for a long time because they're, I think they're super inspirational. And one of them, I'm going to have to like edit out some of the words because I don't want to have to put the little E on my, oh, on okay. this week's episode. I'll mind so. my mouth as well. Dude. No, it's just certain <laughs> words. So it's okay. Uh, okay. Um, so you're good. Um, so one is, and I guess I can like tell you one of them and we can like talk about them a little bit, or if there's anything you want to say, you just let me know. Um, so one is success orbits happiness, not the other way around. Mm. Um, never sacrifice joy for success. Trading joy and the things that bring that to you for money are a sour deal with the devil. And then this is the longer one. Life is too short to follow the very toxic path of what you think you quote unquote should be doing. Toss that bitch ass word out, (laughs) write down on paper right now, the ultimate build your own version of yourself with every dream and quality you dream of having from childhood until now. Then write three steps to get to each one. Then make a list of every single thing that you do in your life that you do because you feel like you should be doing them. Then delete them. Never do them again. Starting today, F that shit. You hate it and you won't touch it. Replace that time with your step-by-step plan to becoming ultra you. Give it at least a year. Give yourself tons of grace. But I promise you will get there. Small steps. Okay. And so I read that and it, like I did that, right? I was like, okay, like what, what do I want? I, it's like separate from any other person, right? Like what do I want for my life? And it's funny, like I'm getting to this now because my 30th birthday is next month. So I've got like this... This whole crazy episode planned of like, it's very introspective. So you will, you'll be so proud. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you know, because like this, you know, this year of my, this last year of my life has been, it's been something else. Um, but you know, there's been, you know, there's been some bad things, but it's the, the end result is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. and, and who, who I am and who I found in myself is so awesome and I love her and she's awesome and I'm excited to get to know her better. <laughs> um, but, but in, you know, like when Cody posted this, I don't even remember when it was. Um, but I saw that and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this little exercise. Right. So, you know, I got out like a pen and paper and I wrote all, you know, did everything that he said to do. And I was like, okay, well, I don't love this roadmap. Like this is hard. You know, like it was, I was like, if I do this, I'm completely flipping my life upside down. And, you know, like, is that something that I want to do? And so I came to a crossroads of like, okay, do I do this? And at the end result, the the greater good, right, for myself Mm -hmm. is that I have like a more fulfilling life. I can be a better friend, a better daughter, a better person. Or do I just stay where I am and like I'm complacent in my situation and I don't rock the boat and I don't hurt people's feelings. So Mm. I had to choose like the, you know, the self over the quote unquote right. 
And, you know, so I got to the point where I was just like, okay, it's time to flip my life upside down because I was in a situation where like I was being like mentally harmed, like constantly. And it was not healthy for me. And so I had to choose myself. And as you know, we've heard in the last, you know, however long of this podcast, like that's hard for me. That's not my default setting is like choosing me. But in that moment, I was like, it's way overdue. It's time to do that. And so, you know, I'm not going to act like it was the easiest decision in the world and that, you know, the the aftershocks afterward were easy because they aren't and they haven't been. Um, but easy isn't always worth it. Um, yeah. And everything that like, you know, that I, that I've, that I went through, it's made me who I am today. And I love who I am and I'm proud of who I am and like, I'm proud of my strength, but I'm proud of like the things about myself that are soft too. Cause I'm still a very emotional person and I still, you know, cry at every time I watch the Olympics and you know, somebody wins, I don't care what country they're from, they're excited and I'm crying. And, <laughs> um, but you know, and learning to embrace those parts of me, you know, like that there's no weakness in showing emotion. There's no, like you said, no weakness in vulnerability and, um, you know, like, I don't think anybody turned on this episode to think like, okay, well, we're going to go to therapy with Kelsey for a little bit. But, you know, like I say all of this to say, like, I know that there's people out there that, you know, may listen to this or somebody listening to this may have somebody in their life that needs to hear this. But like, choosing you isn't selfish. Um, it's better for you. It's better for the other person. It's better for, for everybody in the whole situation in the long run. And it sucks and it hurts and it's messy and it's, just a whole thing but like you're worth it and you deserve to be cherished and loved for who you are and celebrated for who you are regardless of what that means like in your life so for all the listeners (laughs) oh no (laughs) kelsey is wearing a shirt that says (laughs) glass ceilings are meant to be broken and you could probably all surmise with the thought of that and and it uh let me correctly say glass ceilings are meant to be shattered yes. um <laughs> and you you could probably surmise the the meaning behind that uh that term or that phrase but uh i'm gonna change it up a little bit here because <laughs> what kelsey just explained and what she just fought through is actually more like a concrete slab <laughs> because <laughs> She's she's 29 years old and breaking a 29 year tradition mm-hmm. of, you know, what what you think you should do is mm-hmm. very, very difficult and probably a lot more stronger than a, than a piece of glass. Mm-hmm. Um, glass is thick. Glass can be strong for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's not undermining the purpose of the phrase It's actually just enhancing it a little bit because yeah. that takes a lot. And. I am curious because there's we talked about introspection mm-hmm. and what happens with introspection comes along with I said this word one time, but it's, it's triggers. Something triggers the event. Something mm-hmm. triggers you to think back. Something triggers you to triggers you to move. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, sometimes you don't have time to think about it. But in this in the in the sense of adjusting how you approach things. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's something you actually have to think on yeah. before making the change. And right. you have to move past 
that thought of I should not do this. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, what what was it that what was the trigger? What what (laughs) what 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 caused you to move? Like, what was that moment or what was the moments? Maybe it was multiple things. So, I mean, this is something that I'd been. But I mean, okay, I guess like I should like be a little specific for people that are like, what the hell are you talking about? So for those of you that don't know, I was married for seven years. I'm no longer married. Um, I'm a single woman going into my 30s. And for for a hot minute, I had a really big issue with that. But now I'm like, I am who I am. This is this is my life, how it is. And, you know, I'm I'm living purposefully in this season. Right. Um, So. I I just feel like I kept like beating around the bush and I was being very like vague and like dodgy. So I was like, I mean, it is what it is. I might as well just, just (laughs) spit it out. Right. So, um, so I don't know. I got to that point. Like, let me pause, let me pause you real quick. uh, There's, there's some needed context here, right? (laughs) We were, we were texting each other and, and Kelsey was like, I feel like I'm going to get vulnerable and I don't want to be. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, we getting vulnerable today. <laughs> like this is happening, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, whatever." I talked to my mom on my way home from work today, and I was I told her what you said, and she was like, "Oh, I can't wait to watch this episode." Because she says, "Like I'm gonna watch this episode." I'm like, "You listen yeah. to it, Patricia. It's a podcast." <laughs> and she's like, "I know what I what it is, but I whatever." And <laughs> but she was like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear all about it." She said, "You'll have to call me afterward and let me know what you said." <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's fine. I mean, and that's a thing too. Like, it's not like a taboo thing. You know what I mean? Like, it is, but it shouldn't be, um, because like there there should be strength that I find in doing what was best for me. Right? There were people that were hurt in the situation. There were people that you know that chose to respond out of hurt in the situation. Um, but at the end of the day. Like, you know, like Ryan Holiday says, you know, all of humanity's problems stem from a man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Like, I couldn't sit quietly in a room alone, you know? And so, I guess, so you asked, like, what what was kind of the trigger? And I I just, like, been, been just really feeling just lost of myself. Just, like, who am I? What am I doing? Like, you know, like... Uh, what is going on in my life, right? And I was talking to one of my friends, and it was actually the first person that, like, I told that, like, I'm colossally unhappy, and I don't think I want to be married anymore. And, like, you know, I was just like, I need to get this out of my brain and, like, spit it out. And, I mean, I think we, like, talked for, like, two or three hours. I think it was, I mean, it was until, like, like early hours of the morning. And, um... Like, it was just like a, okay, well, you know what you need to do. And it's not going to be easy. And whatever you decide, like, you've got people that have your back. Like, whether you decide to do one way or the other, whatever. And I'm not I'm not going to get into all the details because that's not, right. you know, the Internet's business, right? But, you know, I just came to the decision of, like, okay, I've got to remove myself from a situation where I'm not allowed to have a thought or a feeling or an opinion or any sort of independence at all whatsoever. Mm. Um, and part of that is a cultural thing. Part of that is a like culturally religious thing. Um, and part of it was just a product of an environment. Right. And so 
I, you know, I breached the topic. It was rejected (laughs) very harshly. And so I removed myself from the situation. Um, And I don't, I truly do not know where that strength came from. I mean, I know it came from like within me, but I didn't know I had it within me. You know what I mean? I know. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I know, Kelsey. Do you? I do. Enlighten us, Tyrone. (laughs) I will. Oh, my God. We're just, like, bringing all this shit out on here. (laughs) I will. Listen, all right. But any, if, I I hope people have registered in their brain what is happening here. (laughs) Your power is so wild. All right. I'm going to say this. Your, Your power is wild because people think the strength to do something has to come from something big or major. Like you have to wear a cape or you have to have, Hmm. uh, you know, vision. You have to move your eye goggles and you can, you know, burst laser beams out your eyes. (laughs) No, no. Your power (laughs) is speaking about it. It's that simple. Hmm. You got to the point where you needed to let loose. You let loose for two to three hours to the wee hours in the moment. And then you made a decision after you spoke. Mm-hmm. Me and you are talking now, and you said, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to get vulnerable. I don't want to get vulnerable." And I said, "No, nah, we're gonna get vulnerable." Yeah, and you like, was like you, don't, you have it, you don't have an option. <laughs> yeah, and I said respectfully for those right. who are listening. Yeah, he he said respectfully, you don't have an option. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, you didn't fight it anymore. You was just like, okay, and then you speak about it. You have power. Mm-hmm. You when you speak about things, Kelsey, you got a podcast. <laughs> when you speak about things, you you create power in yourself. It's something mm-hmm. that happens to you that when you let it out of your mind mm-hmm. and maybe maybe what happens is you let it out your brain, you start to speak it out, and then you realize nothing nothing happens after you speak about it. Right. Nothing bad. Right. happens yeah. after you speak about it so then you make the decision <laughs> to act and actually move because you speak about it i yeah. think that's your power hmm. so like words are my power maybe yeah hmm. look at all these damn quotes you're well, throwing out here first <laughs> I mean, of all i need everybody to listen to this podcast <laughs> multiple times because y'all got these quotes you need to pause and rewind these quotes are magical and 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 i'm gonna throw out another one out there First of all, I'm a, I'm a quote person, all right? I got the quote Same. behind me. I got another <laughs> quote uh, to the left of me. I got uh, three shelves that have three different quotes on it as well. Two of them are my own. <laughs> three of them are not my own. So, like, there's another quote. This one's not of my own, but it comes from a rapper. His name is Killer Mike. He's also on my wall as well. The best. Uh, he's in a group called Run the Jewels. I love that guy. <laughs> um he taught me that I can I can be myself and be a social activist at the same time, so it mm-hmm. helps me out. But he he has a song that says, uh, "Can't pick up no crown, holding what's holding you down." Hmm. And for you, what possibly is holding you down is your thoughts mm-hmm. in your brain. <laughs> I'm a I am a serial overthinker. <laughs> My friend Liz is listening to this cackling <laughs> right now because <laughs> she's like, "Oh, girl, <laughs> like she knows." <laughs> But, you know, like, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. When I was talking to to my, like, therapist lady, like, she's so sweet and she's the best, but she'll just call me out, too. And I'm like, 
excuse you. <laughs> like, can you <laughs> chill out for a minute? Um, and she's like, no. Um, but she said, um, she was like, well, do you know why you started a podcast? And I was like, I, I mean, I, I wanted to, like, I was asking like, like four of my friends, like, I don't know, a list of 200 questions and I'd wanted to put it somewhere. So I wasn't just like, thanks for talking to me for like two months and like answering all these questions. Talk to you later. Um, and she was like, no, that's not like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You wanted to, but like, what was the purpose? And I was like, this freaking word that the word purpose just keeps popping up in my life. And she said, you weren't being heard. So you needed a platform. And I was like, Shit. "Come on, therapist lady." I was like, "Damn." <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not certified in nothing, but you know. <laughs> but like, but I mean, I was like, I mean, I sat on that for days. Like, I was just mm. like, because like she didn't know anything about me. You know, like that was our first session. She said that in our very first session, she didn't know nothing mm -hmm. about me. She knew the situation that I was going through, and. You know, I talked to her before, like, any decisions had been made. Because I was like, am I being irrational? I want to talk to somebody that, like, doesn't know me, didn't know him, like, didn't know anything about the situation. And, like, either, like, validate how I'm feeling or, like, help me navigate a different path, right? Because she's she's got a lot of letters behind her name. Like, that's what she's there for, right? <laughs> and, like, right. she's not there to just be like, you're great and wonderful always. And I will never tell you anything negative. She's there to call me out on my shit. And mm -hmm. so like when she said that and she was just like, you need to go, you need, she said, you need to move your life into an environment where you can be heard full time. And I was just like, I got to go cry in my closet for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but she's right. She said, everybody deserves, you know, to be in an environment where they can speak full time. And, you know, like whether that's that's a relationship, whether that's a friendship, whether that's a family relationship, whatever it is, like don't ever let anyone like dull you or mute you or, you know, whatever. And, you know, and like my, my biggest struggle through the whole thing, right? It's just like any, in the end of any relationship, it wasn't all bad, you know, like there's good times, there's good memories. Yeah. Like it was a marriage. It was, you know, over seven years, like it, that's a whole thing, right? And so, but, you know, Remind, constantly every day reminding myself like I'm worth like being chosen and being given freedom to speak and breathe and shatter glass ceilings and like do whatever I need to do and being like celebrated for it not like absolutely limited for it you know what I mean um and but yeah I mean this is hilarious because I had no intention of sharing any of this like ever much less like tonight but you know here we are <laughs> hey just I to mean, help you out a little bit you're you're a helper right uh -huh. uh, you see me you see me dancing over I here know, i know you're good. like living you didn't help me the dream. <laughs> yes well i mean you know like here's the thing people who follow me on social media they see where i've changed my name i'm sure that i'm sure there's at least one person listening to this podcast that's like oh that's why that's why she started announcing her name different at the beginning of this instead of Kelsey Klein. She's Kelsey Alexander. And like, oh, that's why her name's different on social media. You know, that's why I've seen this and that, whatever. And listen, I'm an open book. If you've got questions, if you want to know something, just ask me, please. Like, don't ask somebody else. Don't, you know, whatever. Just ask me. Like, come on. Um, I'm going to pause you real quick. What? Okay? Let's just let's just do this, okay? Okay. Sure. All right. 
folks, yes, ask her. <laughs> That's fine. You can ask her. Kelsey, that doesn't mean you have to answer. I mean, I have to answer. You're right. Okay. Just oh, as no. long as y'all know that. Oh, yeah. As long no. as y'all know that. I t- if I want to be like, when, no, when, uh, I, I'm not going to answer that, but thanks for asking me. <laughs> right. I reached out to Kelsey. I said, hey, I understand, blah, 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 blah. I said, I'm going to check on you every now and yeah. then. <laughs> but if, if you don't feel like it, just tell me to go F a goat. And yeah. I'm cool, right? Just, hey, that, those not were his time, exact words go. too. Exact <laughs> words. And and that's the it's funny you say that because the people who were like who are close to me, who like I have known that I can confide in with this situation and with like with anything. Um, you know, like with, you know, good days, bad days, in between days, whatever, like those are the people that have been like, Hey, I'm not trying to assume any situation or like, you know, whatever. I just like I know you well enough to know something's up. Like, I'm here for you if you need to talk, you know? And, like, like creating a safe space and inviting me into it when I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I honestly want you, now that we put it out there, the mm-hmm. conversation that we had around Go F a Goat, I really want you to do that with everybody, even though they didn't say it. Like I said it. Like, if somebody yeah. asks you, all the listeners... I, fair warning, <laughs> if you ask her a question and she's not ready to answer it and she tells you go F a go, please don't take it to heart. It was my idea. I'm just passing it out to everybody. I don't want to be the only one that she go tells the F a go. Which, to be fair, I've not told him that yet. She has not. Yet. <laughs> yet. Stay tuned. Honestly, I'm uh, waiting for the moment. I'm going to laugh my uh, ass off. <laughs> but, but, you know, with this is just, I guess, a PSA, like, you know, with, with this situation that, you know, I've, you know, I've gone through recently or with, you know, like the, like any situation somebody's going through, you know, like whether it's, you know, a, a grief situation of the loss of a relationship or the lot, like the, the physical earthly loss of someone, right? Like someone has, has, you know, has passed away, like give your friends grace, but check on them too. Mm-hmm. You know, like if they're not talking about it, don't force them to talk about it, but let them know that you're there when they're ready. Or if they're not, you know, my friend Liz said to me the other day, she's like, I'm here for you for whatever you need or whatever you don't. I'm like, that's like, that's what, that's what people need out of a friend is like, whatever you need, whatever you don't, I'm here. You know, I mean, Ooh, and, ooh, and I, doesn't, I, I want to add to that. I love that. Yeah. I want to add to that. I personally hate it when I'm going through something mm-hmm. and somebody reaches out to me and says, um, keep me posted. I'm the one going through it. Right. It's like, why, why how about you check on my you ass? Like, yeah. yeah that's You're rude. not an Android phone and I'm not here to give you yeah, a system update and bubbles. let you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. um, these green messages. Um, <laughs> if it ain't iMessage, I don't want it. Oh, <laughs> but... But, you know, it's it's just, it's funny being being introspective, being retrospective, right? Because, like, I feel like now I'm at a point where, like, I'm in the next season, right? And now I'm, like, I'm thriving. I'm, like, just, like, I feel great. I mean, I have bad days. Like, you know, everybody has bad days. It doesn't matter what you're going through or not going through. Like, we're human beings and we have bad days, right? But, mm-hmm. like, I'm just, like, so happy with where I am and with the people in my life and the potential people that could 
enter my life in the future and you know like I'm not putting any sort of like boxes or parameters around myself right it's just like whatever happens happens we're gonna see what happens Tyrone's doing this dance thing right now and grinning uh, from ear to ear somebody's on the market oh my god <laughs> Ooh. and she's really sexy excited. and she's sexy y'all y'all better stop <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god I'm sorry Patricia uh, my mom will be like, that's right, I made her. That's right, Patricia. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My face is like as red as a tomato right now. <laughs> oh, man. I think the only people that have seen my face red recently is I was on the, um, like, Challenge Mania Zoom, but it was, like, the after Zoom thing. And uh, <laughs> I thought I had muted myself to, like, scream at one of my dogs, and I didn't. And so I was like, <laughs> shut the F up! Like, it full volume scream. And it was, like, this pause of silence. And then, like, everyone started cracking up. And I was like, I, like, looked over at the computer, and I was like, and they were like, yeah, we heard you. And I was like, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> and, like, my face was, like, dark red. And I was like, you know That's what? Funny. It is what it is. All these people are going to be in Chicago. So, you know, I'm it's so all excited. good. I know we're going to have so much fun. But, but yeah, that's like, that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm not putting any pressure on anything with myself, with anybody else, whatever. It's just like, I'm taking each day as it is. And, you know, like, I don't have any like clear parameters of or lines of like, I want this, I want that. I'm just like, let's just see what happens and see where it goes. Because, you know, I'm a 29 year old single woman who, you know, is starting to have my shit together a little bit. And, you know, like, I'm trying every day. So that's really all I can do. Right. That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, Would you say? See. Yeah. Oh, quick question. Would you say you you found you found your purpose or you're finding? I think I might have found it. Mm. I think for me, there's like there's different like levels to it, I guess. Yeah. So for me, a huge thing to me, of course, Enneagram two, right, is I want I'm going to try not to get emotional saying this because it's really important to me, but I want to be able to like say it clearly and not say it in like a crying voice <laughs> so, um, <I> <laughs> like the Kim Kardashian like ugly cry voice yeah <laughs> um okay so getting it together so I want everyone in my life to know how loved they are every day mm. If not by anybody else, like, I want them to know that I love them and I cherish them and I would do anything for them because that's the truth. And, mm -hmm. like, so that's that's a huge purpose for me, right, is, is showing love to the people around me and, like, not being quiet about it. You know, like, I'm that friend. I'm going to tell you I love you before I hang up the phone. And, like, I'm going to scream it at you until you tell me back, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be shy about it. Like, tell your friends you love them. It's not weird. Like, do it um, because like we're not guaranteed tomorrow, you know, like that's that's another, you know, stoicism thing is, you know, we could go at any time. So like, you know, it, it says a meditation on death to push yourself to live as presently and as boldly as possible. There we go. You know, it is. and and so so that's a huge purpose of mine. Right. And and another one is like the just like 
it's a another stoicism thing. Surprise! It's dead time versus a lifetime is the concept. It's it's like living passively and floating through life, letting it happen to you, versus like living actively and consciously choosing how to spend your time with intention, mm-hmm. and and like doing those things. And so that's kind of how I'm trying. That's how I'm trying to be. Is that I'm intentional about you know, reaching out to my friends, like spending time with people, you know, like so many of my friends like live far away from me. So like going to see them, inviting them to come see me, you know, like meeting up with people, doing things um, instead of just being like, oh, you know, like I'm just going to do my own thing because it's easier to do that because you don't have to put yourself out there and like be extroverted when it's easier to be introverted. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so I guess, you know, two big, big points of purpose are, you know, like loving, loving, the people in my life and, you know, showing people love and, and just being spreading a little bit of sunshine, however I can. Right. And, but then also for myself, my purpose for me, my, I guess, internal purpose that leads to external purpose is just like, is choosing me being intentional and, and making sure that like, the decisions that I make and who I am, like I'm happy with. And, you know, like the whole, you know, ability to sit in a quiet room alone. Like when I'm in a quiet room alone, do I love her? Do, am I happy with her? Or like, mm. what do I need to work on? You know? That's a good question. Good so, question. I love that's it. Like, yes. That's like the, the, the journaling question most days, right? Yeah, I love it. Um, purpose is not static, it's dynamic. Mm-hmm. and always just, changing right you just explained that uh in a very powerful way so i appreciate you answering yeah um so let me see if there's any other questions on here um oh um so this is from mikey g um, my boy <laughs> um, he has two questions actually one is does every thought you have or action you make have a purpose no but I can elaborate. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just I was like, with y'all. okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. Was looking at me like, question, uh, we're on a podcast, buddy. Yeah, like, this is not <laughs> this is not a blog. You have to say <laughs> something. <laughs> we're on a podcast. Um, no, uh, honestly, we can. We, I, I walk it back to uh, something that Kelsey stated. Um, sometimes you just want things. Yeah, uh, Mikey, I, I'm gonna talk to you directly. <laughs> sometimes I just want to play Final Fantasy. And just not be bothered. Hell There's yeah. no purpose. There's no purpose behind it. Right. I just, I just want just, to play you want to. fantasy, and that's it. So, th- no, there's not a purpose or an, uh, or a reason for every single action um, that that I do or that anybody does. Um, if you honestly, if you live your life that way, it's very taxing. Because it always, you always have to think, you know, or you always have to, it, or you might even always have to be motivated to do something because you're trying to find some purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, there shouldn't be purpose behind every action. Sometimes you just want to want. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good one. That's good. All right. And then the other question from Mikey was, do you think your purpose is more based on Achievement, energy, or personal conviction? So, um, 
some therapists use this uh, thing called the uh, cognitive triangle. Um, mm-hmm. And that is, uh, it starts at the top is think, and then it moves okay. down to the left is feel, and then it moves to the right is behave. And then it kind of goes again, right? Think, feel, behave, think, feel, behave. So um, the idea of achievement or success should not be the reason behind your purpose. Um, the reason behind your purpose should really be the initial action and the perceived result of that action. Mm-hmm. So you can do, for example, uh, since it's out there, right? The context behind, and honestly, I want to use this as an example <laughs> because some others might be going through the same thing or might be thinking about it and just don't just don't think it's the right decision. So mm-hmm. some others might decide to divorce, right? Mm-hmm. And then thinking that the result of the divorce, maybe they put a timeline on it. Two years later, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be fine. Two years later, I'm going to be in a relationship. You know, right. two years later, I'm going to feel comfortable with myself. They put these parameters on like and these expectations for themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it could take four years, right? right? It could take less than two years. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't mean that the decision that you made was wrong or mm-hmm. or, or didn't have any purpose behind mm-hmm. it. So don't don't think uh, your purposeful decisions have to always have positive results. Hmm. It should never be based on the end result or the achievement or the success of it. It should be based on, you know... Honestly, that think, feel, behave, it, it, yeah. that that process of cognitive behavior of, um, did, you know, am I am I choosing me or am mm-hmm. I choosing uh, those that I care about um, where whatever the decision may lie in? But, you know, is is it is it purposeful has nothing to do with the end result? Yeah. Good or bad. That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Mikey. Thanks for submitting those questions. Those are so good. Well, on that note, I, ca- I can't really think of any else, anything else to, <laughs> that, you know, could more align with everything we've talked about. So if, unless you have anything else that you would like to add. Um, no, I, I appreciate you, Kelsey. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you. You're, you're the best. Oh, you got to stop that. <laughs> um, but no, I, I truly appreciate you uh, even uh, finding. Uh, now I'm at a loss of words, <laughs> <laughs> which is wild. Um, <laughs> just finding appreciation in, uh, I guess, how I approach life mm-hmm. to have me on here as a guest for living pur- purposefully um, because what comes with that is a bit of a, a bit of a pressure because I think possibly <laughs> it might be some listeners that may be trying to find something based off of the words that I express mm-hmm. um, or even some listeners that are like, yeah, right. Who the, who the hell is this guy? Let me listen <laughs> to him and make sure he's good. You know, right, whatever. right. Right. All right. Yeah. What he said makes no sense. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of pressure behind that. So yeah. the fact that, um, there was excitement shown and, you know, there was reaching out and, and there, you find a purpose in the way that I live mm-hmm. um, is, is 
really, really impactful for me. So yeah. uh, thanks for helping me. Hey, thank uh, you for helping me. <laughs> I mean, so obviously, I, like you created a safe environment for me to just like be like, all right, we're going to talk about it. Like, here we go. Let's let's roll. <laughs> do it, Kelsey. We going to do it, Kelsey. Um, yeah. Yes, you have you have a lot of. I want you to keep doing. I want you to keep doing it. Um, it doesn't have to be major. It, I, it could be iterative, iterative, like we talked about it. Um, a little bit of an agile approach to it. But man, I just, I just love the fact that um, you have power in speaking out. Um, <clears throat> and and I always, I always say this about myself because I had, I had a troubles, I had troubles trying to be like Martin Luther King. You know, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King is on the front lines. Martin Luther King died when he was 35, 39. Mm-hmm. I, I'm losing it right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, you know what I mean? He's a Memphian. So I, I feel like I should know that because I, like, you know, grew up on that knowledge. Exactly. But <laughs> um, So I always thought that's me. I need to be on. I need to be the person that's willing to to be out there and die. But then for, for the purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized there's, I always say, hey, I want to, I want to help out the world, but sometimes my world is the world. Mm-hmm. If I'm helping out the circle that I have, if I'm, you know, speaking to the group that I, that can hear me, then mm-hmm. that is, that is solving my purpose. And I see the same for you in mm-hmm. that when you speak out, you know, the the world in the idea of in the context of world may not be big, but it's your world, which is big. Hmm. So continue to speak out and save the world with your speech, um, your world, because it's important. Damn. <laughs> You're dropping some truth. <laughs> Well, I, you know, like I said, I've said, you know, I've told you like a million times over the last two weeks, like I really appreciate you coming on and, um, you know, you just being, you know, a great friend, you know, throughout this situation before it, you know, like since we've known each other, you've just been such like a, an advocate and a champion for, for, for me and, you know, whatever I'm doing, like, you're just like, whatever it is, like you're all for it and you're so supportive and, you know, you're just a great friend and I appreciate you and, um, you know, I love, I love being, being virtual friends and in real life friends too. Cause you know, we That's met right. at challenge mania Nashville. We'll see each other in, in Chicago, but, yep. um, but you know, I love getting to getting to see your, your sweet kids and your beautiful wife and all this stuff. And like, it's just cool. Like it's a, you know, I've talked about this on episodes in the past, how social media allows people who are like geographically, maybe not very close, like to still be part of each other's lives. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that's really special and it's really cool. And, and yeah, it's great. So that's that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, everyone. That is it for this week's episode of the People Project Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, we went on quite the journey, <laughs> me and Tyrone, but but I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, you know, learned something from it. Um, or if not, we're just entertained. <laughs> um, but as always, I really appreciate um, you subscribing and sharing the podcast leaving ratings and reviews like it's it's really helpful and i appreciate it so much um and i will see you guys next week